0: inside sources welcome back everyone to inside sources here on KSL news radio great to be with you today I am Boyd Matheson opinion editor at the Deseret News uh, and as promised before the break uh, as we as we look at everything that is happening and that will happen in the coming days in our nation's capital the the, the debate of course is going to center around uh, what is the what is the right thing for the country? Who has the courage, who has the courage uh, to ask that question and then act on the response? There's a lot that's going to go on politically. Uh, There are some who want either the 25th Amendment or an impeachment uh, for purely political reasons. Uh, We heard over the weekend, we heard one such political argument uh, by Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who said on ABC News uh, that they wanted to do they. Of course, that's always dangerous when we have they and them, uh, we and us. we we got to be careful about that. Uh, But she said that uh, the Democrats wanted to do this so that Donald Trump could never run for office again. And that's not quite their job. That's not quite the way the framers laid it out. Uh, And so if that is the basis of the discussion and the decision, uh, that's not going to lead you to the right place. Uh, now, that's not to say that those things should not be considered, of course. Uh, but the more important thing is, Are we? do we have the courage to ask the hard question and do we have the courage to respond to it? Uh, I've been talking with a number of people in Washington over the weekend, many of them grappling with what is the right thing, what is the right thing for the country, and guess what? They don't all agree on what the right thing for the country is, not for the political party, not for the politician herself or himself. What is best for the country? That has to be the ultimate question. A couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to, uh, to interview Bob Woodward. Uh, we did an event with Bob Woodward back in Washington, D.C., and we, we talked about integrity. We talked about truth. That was the name of the conference. And we used Watergate and his uh, role in it as a journalist, uh, as a framing for it. Uh, we also had Elder D. Todd Christofferson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, who was a, a young law clerk to Judge Sirica, was one of the first to hear the Watergate tapes. Uh, we also had uh, Mike Dimmick from Pew Research Center uh, talking about trust in, in institutions, trust in each other. Uh, and these are all really vital things, and we have to learn to suspend judgment uh, and be willing to learn. We have to be willing to learn. We have to be willing to suppose even for a nanosecond that we just might be wrong or that somebody else might have a better idea. And that takes a, a bit of humility and a bit of political courage. Uh, it also requires the same in our personal relationships. So as I was talking with Bob Woodward, uh, I really got fascinating in a, fascinated in a, in a singular point of the conversation and that was that for years, for decades, Bob Woodward believed that Gerald Ford had cut a deal with Nixon. And he said, uh, Woodward said that he thought that uh, Ford's pardoning of uh, Richard Nixon was the final act of corruption and collusion. And and yet Woodward's pardoning, uh, political and reporter instincts, uh, told him there, there had to be more to the story. And he, he went after it for a long time. And anytime he interacted uh, with the former President Ford, he, he would ask. He would always go back to that question of why. Why did you pardon Nixon? And uh, as uh, Gerald Ford got older, Woodward had this interesting opportunity to meet with him as part of another project uh, several times a month uh, for several months. And he kept going at this question. And at one point Ford responded and said, why do you keep asking me that question? And Woodward responded and said, because I don't think you've answered the question. And so at this point, a a very aging uh, Gerald Ford laid out how he had rejected. He had rejected any thought of gaining the presidency in exchange for a pardon, And then Gerald Ford went on and described his internal thought process of assessing the state of the nation. Uh, Of course, the country was exhausted. The country was filled with distrust towards government. Sounds familiar. Ford recognized that if Nixon were in jail and tried, it would lead to years, years of conspiracy theories, angst, anger and frustration. And he feared that the more important work of the country would remain undone. And it would be a distraction. And that the trial would further fracture uh, an already divided nation. And so in that moment, Bob Woodward uh, had a major paradigm shift. He said it was a 180. 180. Because he saw Ford's decision to pardon Nixon not as corruption, but as the ultimate act of courage and selflessness. And so I asked Woodward about that in our conversation and how he had to challenge himself as a journalist and as a human being to suspend what he had believed for decades, to just suppose for a moment that there might be something else. It's a journalist. It's to try to find out uh, what happened and present it in uh, articles or in books in the most authoritative way. And I think it's in the end in the hands of citizens to make their own judgment, and they should. But um, I can't step back. We were talking about the Ford pardon of Nixon in 74. I was sure it was corrupt. 25 years later, I investigated in detail what happened. And uh, it turns out not to be corrupt. It turns out to be that Ford was operating in what he deemed to be the national interest. So that gives you pause as a journalist. I think that's so important that uh he just had to create space to pause and to consider what he thought for sure was corruption in some sort of deal between Ford and Nixon, uh, that it wasn't that at all, that Ford had rejected any thought of uh, trading the presidency uh, for a pardon uh, because the reality was uh, Nixon was going to be leaving the office and Gerald Ford was going to become the president. And uh, that focus on what was the best interest of the country uh, again, is something interesting to think about uh, because I don't think we have a lot of folks in DC that are having that as the first thought they have when they get out of bed in the morning. And when when Ford asked the question what is best for the country?" Uh, I think he seemed to to recognize in a really real way uh, the need for the nation to move forward. Uh, and very important, Ford also knew, that such a decision would be the worst thing for his own political power and he still made the choice and he was right <laughs> it was good for the country and it was really bad for the power the political power of Gerald Ford ford's popularity plummeted from 71% down to 49% almost overnight almost overnight He went from a 71% approval rating to 49, uh, and it spiraled from from there. And, of course, uh, he lost the presidency to Jimmy Carter uh, there in 76. So as we continue to have these stories unfold in the coming days of all kinds of palace intrigue and scandals and uh, all of those things, it's just going to continue. Just imagine, just imagine what would happen if every elected official would ask, What's in the best interest of the country? What is best for my constituents? And when leaders ask those kind of questions, they make better decisions and they discover in the answers uh, things that actually lead to becoming better leaders. Uh, we need that in our businesses, not what's, what's in my best interest. Uh, what's in my best interest as I try to climb the corporate ladder? What's in the best interest of our customers and clients? What's in the best interest of our employees? Uh, We need more leaders who are willing to ask those questions and then respond and react with courage. The country needs leadership now more than ever before at every level. Uh, We need it in our congressional meeting rooms. We need it in our corporate boardrooms. We need it in school rooms and living rooms uh, all across the country. Uh, That's where we have to get. And that's what we're going to continue to talk about here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.